Welcome to Superman and Lois, The New Adventures. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And we're here to talk all about the On Hiatus, Superman and Lois television series from The CW. We're still waiting patiently inside of a month now until the show returns. So The CW promoting that has released a new poster for Superman and Lois. Just got the return date. Don't forget, May 18th. Tuesdays, it'll be back Tuesdays, 98 Central. Uh, a really cool looking poster, I think, for the most part. I really like the way the colors pop on the Superman mm-hmm. suit. And I don't know, they're looking right at me very intently. Uh, it's cool. I like it. Yeah, we. I think we joked about all the past posters. Nobody is ever looking at the camera and they're never looking in the same direction, but they are this time, hey, which is point. nice. Yeah. And it's nice to see Lois and Superman together. I don't, we haven't gotten a whole lot of them actually together doing the same thing in posters. Uh, but yeah, it's cool. There's a lot of action. They're flying. It's, that's a very nice poster and a, a good reminder of when it's coming back. Yeah, I agree. No, I, re- I really do like the the colors. It's not that's not really what they look like in the show. They're a little brighter mm-hmm. and and pop a little bit more. And I think it looks cool. And yeah, cool to see them together. And that we haven't gotten Tyler and Bitsy alone on a poster. I don't think since early days of the show. It's been the the family or the solo posters that they did a while there. But yeah, yeah. It looks cool. And there's also a they've done a few different trailers, which are mostly recaps of the last five episodes, saying, "Hey, go stream it now on the CW app." Uh, the last one, Sinister, I think had a couple brief snippets of new footage uh, in dialogue, but mostly older action stuff, which makes sense. Yeah, not not a whole lot of new stuff. The, the small part that you were talking about is there's a soldier pointing a gun saying, take them out. And then Superman says, wait. And I, I went through and like tried to, to pause it and went go through slowly. And it looks like he is standing over top Jordan, who is lying on the ground. So I don't know if uh, there are trying to recapture people who have escaped from their program, like tag with the powers and everything. And they, I don't know if they're coming after Jordan or what, but it looks like Jordan's in trouble and Superman is protecting him from the soldiers, at least from what we've seen. Yeah. Uh, that could be, <laughs> but you got weird not much to than I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're really quick shots and they're editing stuff uh, tightly and yeah. obviously not showing. We see Captain Luther. It looks like he might be discovering in those, Mines, the Smallville Mines that everybody loves so much. Mm-hmm. Looks like Lois and Lana are having another conversation, which is cool. I hope they build off of that from we got to see them have a night out together. So hopefully there's more of that. I think that looks cool. But yeah, not a lot to judge on this. I wouldn't expect more, a ton more promotional material until maybe a week or two out from that May 18th return, just because no point promoting the show until it's ready for people to watch. Right, exactly. So I guess our main topic of the day, we're kind of looking at one, a really fun comic and two, uh, one of the theories on Captain Luther, uh, who he could be and what he is. So we went to DC Comics Presents Annual Number 1, Crisis on Three Earths. This was released back in June 1982, written by Marv Wolfman, who went on to write Crisis on Infinite Earths, both the comic and one episode of the TV adaptation, penciled by Rich Buckler. Uh, so DC Comics Presents, if you don't know, it's a, it's a comic book series that started in 1978. It was basically Superman teaming up with someone kind of as a way to promote those other characters. It was Superman's 40th anniversary and the year the first movie came out. So they kind of used that as a way for fun Superman stories mixed with random characters. So he team up with Adam, Adam Strange, Green Lantern, um, all kinds of characters like that for one-off issues. And for the first annual, they did the coolest thing. Well, the coolest thing would have been Superman meeting Clark Kent, <laughs> which they actually did in yeah. one issue. Uh, but the second coolest thing is Superman meeting Superman. So it is, the team up here is the main pre-crisis superman the earth ones meeting the earth two slash golden age 
Superman. So the original Superman, kind of, depending on how you, you know, and there's a lot to get into there. But loosely, it's yeah. the, the Superman from Action Comics number one brought back into the present day. They team up uh, as well as the Lex Luthers of their Earths teaming up. So I guess overall, before we, we get into it, and if this could mean anything for Superman and Lois, uh, what'd you think of this comic? Yeah, I, I mean, I really enjoyed this. I, I, I haven't actually read this issue before this. I had read Crisis on Infinite Earths, and I this dovetails into that so nicely. I really wish I would have read this before, but it's it's nice reading it now um, to get more background on the characters and the things that set up Crisis on Infinite Earths. So, yeah, this is I, I will go out on a limb and say this is one of the best Superman stories I've ever read. It there's so much great things that happen really good conversations between two supermen at different points in their life and you get to to learn a lot about uh the ways that superman has grown up through time and his relationship with lois how that has changed over time and you get different versions of lex and their motivations and so it's it's a really cool way to get um different sides of the same character that we've seen lois clark and lex getting to see different versions of them and how they're the same and how they're different. And yeah, I, I don't know. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I will apologize in advance. We're going to say Earth 1 and Earth 2 and Earth 3 a whole lot of times while we go through this <laughs> issue, but just bear with us. It, it is uh, a multiverse story. Yeah, yeah. I this comic. Um, I don't know that I'd say it's one of the best Superman comics I've read, but it is one of the most fun. Yeah. It is just one of the most bonkers fun things out there. It's the two Supermen who at that time, 40 plus years, I mean, the the Earth One Superman started as Superboy in the forty, which comic book time it wasn't forty years in universe, mm -hmm. um, but he'd been around for a while. The Golden Age Superman, if you look at it like that, he'd been around for even longer. Back to Action Comics, and seeing them team up, they'd met before, but this is just a great standalone adventure. And like you said, we get two versions of Superman, two Loises, two Lexes. Then we later on meet the third version of some of those characters, uh, and it is just really cool. Really fun. It does lead in nicely to Christ on Infinite Earths. They do uh, exaggerate the differences maybe between the two yeah. universes a little bit because the different versions of Superman aren't really that different, uh, <laughs> to be honest. And, and Lois, um, there are different points in their lives, but this is more of a bigger Earth 2, Earth 1 thing. You know, they, they really play up that the Earth 2, the original one, was at the Daily Star, not the Daily Planet. He's editor. He beat out Perry White to be editor at the Daily Planet. Uh He's older. He's got a little bit of gray on his temples. It's tough to tell them apart sometimes. They give him a weird angled S uh, most of the time. But yeah, this is just really fun. Uh, if you're not a big comic book reader, it's imagine if somehow Christopher Reeve and Henry Cavill could team up yeah. and take on Gene Hackman and Jesse Eisenberg <laughs> in a, a wacky adventure. It's basically kind of that. Um, in TV terms, I don't I don't know, Tom Welling and Tyler Hecklin or... Uh, going back further, you know, someone else teaming up with Heather Hecklin, uh, you know, Dean Kane or Gerard Christopher or John New. But uh, it's just really cool seeing those two together and on the fun. Yeah, lots and lots of fun. And before we get into talking about the plot, I, I will say if you are, if you're trying to avoid anything, we are going to talk about, you know, like you said, how this might tie in and elements they might use in the show. So there there is a chance that we might accidentally spoil some things just from from extrapolating what they did in this story, what they could possibly do on the, the TV show. But just just keep that in mind. Yeah, it's wild speculation, right. one possible <laughs> thing. Um, but that is a good point to share. And this is, this is you're going to get in the, the story a little bit. This is definitely uh, a 1982 story in terms of oh, yeah. <laughs> there's rays and monsters and 
all sorts of plot devices that you would expect, uh, most of which I love, but they're, uh, it's going to sound wacky and wild, the amount of things that happen in this comic. Yeah, and this is this is very, like, you could honestly put this in front of someone who doesn't know a lot about comics, and they would have a hard time saying that this wasn't from, like, the 50s or 60s, just, like, if you, it seems very vintage, but, uh, so, I like that sort of thing, but just... Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, some of the story stuff you can tell is older, but I think most of the character stuff and all of that works out well, just as well today. And another thing about this comic, it does a good job of explaining almost everything going into Crisis on Infinite Earths in yes. terms of where these characters are, what they're doing, what they're up to, uh, how they're similar, how they're different, like you said. Mm -hmm. I will say, I, I think comics have gotten better at explaining the inner thoughts or showing the inner thoughts of characters without just eight panels of thought bubbles explaining absolutely every single thing but that's just <laughs> i mean nowadays they just have the uh the captions the narration right so maybe it just not... looks better because it's not a thought bubble <laughs> yeah you're just more used to it i bet <laughs> well should we get into the, the plot all right so superman this is earth one stops lex trying to rob a bank which just right off the bat, it's pretty funny to think about lex robbing a bank that that seems so small change to compared to what I think Lex is going to do nowadays. He's definitely gotten a little more intense over the years. Not to mention his huge technology he yeah. has to rob a bank. Um, he would be better off selling the technology, which is, you know, this is pre-crisis before Lex was the businessman. Yeah. And that's one thing Superman and Lois has, has pointed out. We Morgan Edge is the businessman, the evil businessman. But that's kind of accurate to the comics because he was before Lex Luthor. He was an evil businessman yeah. uh, for Superman to deal with. Uh, but Lois on this earth is a bit upset that Superman is always busy saving the day and she doesn't know that Clark is Superman yet uh, in this timeline. Yeah. So where their relationship is right now is Superman and Lois kind of dating, but mm -hmm. she doesn't know who Clark is. Yeah. Uh, so, but on earth two, Alexi Luther, so that's the version of Lex on earth two. He has hair, uh, red tries hair. to blow up. The, yeah. Very red hair. He tries to, to blow up the daily star, which is the like the Daily Planet, it's the newspaper there. Uh, but he stopped by the older Superman who's on that Earth. But he's starting to show his age, and this will come up over and over again. And this is one of those kind of differences that they exaggerated for this comic is he's old and he's not as strong as he used to be. Yeah, uh, especially exaggerated considering a few years this guy's about to punch the Animonitor's face off. So I don't think he's all washed right. up just yet. I think he's still got quite a bit left. Yeah. Uh, but Earth-1 Lex has the brilliant idea to switch himself with Alexei on Earth-2, and they're going to kill each other's Superman. So he's in prison, switches them, and he's like, oh, wait, how did I get in prison? Because now I'm on Earth-2. You don't know who I am. So that's, I'll give it to him. That's pretty smart. <laughs> Arrogant, smart, all these <laughs> incredibly intricate plot plans that Lex has. Yeah. And then we get to see those those fun, goofy kind of comic book technologies at play. Alexei attacks Earth-1 Superman with gravity bands and sends him hurling out into space towards the end of the universe. And Lex shrinks Earth-2 Superman with uh, a shrink ray. And he uses like a, a little girl robot that he just happens <laughs> to have. To I don't know why he had to do that. This I don't think this guy really knows who Lex is. He could have just walked up to him and shot him. But that was just a nice touch. This is more dramatic and evil of a plan. Uh, yeah. I did like that Alexei, Alexei, Alexei. I don't know how the pronunciation yeah. is pronunciation. Uh, I do like how he basically was just like, I'm actually supposed to be getting out of prison today. Yeah. <laughs> You're not supposed to be in here. Here, take a suit. Be on your day. Don't know how you got in Lex's prison cell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm actually supposed to be getting out. Well, you're supposed to be in that <laughs> other line. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, but on Earth 2, it's it's pretty cool too because Lois obviously knows who Clark. She they've been married for a while on this Earth, and she comes to the rescue, beats up Lex, and reverses the the shrink ray. And so it's nice to see her um, in action and saving the day. Yes, um, and I I love this Clark and Lois together. The Earth 2 versions they got married in a comic in 1978 which was set, I think, in the early 50s, <laughs> as, yeah. as easy and confusing as this is to explain. Um, but I love their... They had some stories together, backup stories, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Superman, I think they were called, that are really fun and really good, and seeing them married. and um, They didn't have any kids, but they were like this awesome team together, and I really like their relationship. Yeah, it's it was great to see. Uh, Earth-1 Superman escapes the gravity bonds and stops Alexi and... And he and Earth Two Superman agreed to trap the Luthers in the the limbo dimension, so they're they're able to talk to each other. They have some sort of video phone that they can do that between dimensions. That's easy. Yep. Uh, but Lex transfers them both to Earth Three. He transfers both of the the Luthers to Earth Three, where there's no superheroes, only villains, and where they run into Ultraman, who is Clark Kent, or he is Superman. Kal-El. Basically, he's yeah Kal El there, who is evil and hates Superman because he trapped him. Yeah. But, yeah, again, this is there's a good sense of history to this yeah. and leading into Crisis on Infinite Earths, but this was, we're going to get into the Earth 3 characters, a couple of them appearing for the first time. Ultraman had only appeared, appeared in one two-part JLA story in like mm-hmm. JLA 29 and 30, which was, I think, in the 60s. Oh, it was in the 60s, um, and that was a long time ago where he ran into the Earth. Uh, I think he ran into the Earth 1 Superman. I, I have, it's been a while since I've read those, um, but they established like he's still mad about that 15 years later or whatever it is. Yeah, he's still mad about that. And another interesting note about him is that he is powered by kryptonite, not harmed by it. So that is something to keep in mind. Important. Enough. Yeah. But Earth Lois, Earth 3 Lois is there and overhears them. And so he, she goes and gets help from Alex Luther, the Luther of Earth 3, who is actually a doctor and a good person on this planet. Yeah, and we're wondering if maybe this has some relation to the Captain Luther. Yes. Uh, yeah, and we'll, there is a, there's quite a few similarities. He he builds his own suit. He's got he's very good at science and obviously is not a big fan of the person with powers on his planet. Yeah, absolutely. I like his big L on his suit. He becomes this world's first superhero. Yep. Uh, but the two supermen meet on Earth 2 and have... They have a really great conversation that I like about Lois and the importance of being super and being a man. And Superman, the, the older Superman from Earth 2, really talks about how he he struggled with the, the same feelings of responsibility, but finally realizing in the end that he has to give himself permission to be happy and that he became a better hero once he allowed himself to be more of a human. So that I really enjoyed that that small talk they had. Uh, a regular theme for Superman, something Superman and Lois is dealing with, his personal being a superhero and what responsibilities when. I love this uh, Earth-2 Superman, Earth-1 Superman relationship where Earth-2 Superman provides some wisdom. The pre-crisis Superman, Earth-1, it was very much he could not commit to a relationship with with Lois, uh, and that's something he always dealt with. And part of that was, I think, the comic book wanting to keep the status quo, uh, but in-universe, it was a way for him to struggle with his responsibility. Think of the Christopher Reeve Superman, where he struggled with um, revealing who he was because he felt a greater responsibility to the world and he couldn't be selfish and take something for himself, have a relationship, be it, and also be the kind of husband that Lois deserves. Yeah, and that it's almost like a father-son relationship. So I, I can definitely see maybe these kinds of talks 
happening way farther down the line when the kids are a little older and uh this superman on the show has dealt with things that they've had to deal with if they if they turn into full-fledged superheroes at some point yeah and and even then it's kind of something they they've already passing wisdom Mm -hmm. especially with jordan having powers and some early stuff there i'm sure there'll be yeah so after their nice heart-to-heart uh earth 3 luther alex luther appears to the superman and transports them to earth 3 to have them come help him with the other luthers and ultraman and everything um, and Earth 2, Superman explains to younger Earth 1 Superman that he takes things too personally and helps him with his anger. So again, some more mentorship and talking about the history of Superman and growing up and everything. Yeah. It's also very relative. It's just Superman being having anger compared to another Superman. This, this right. Superman still is the, the greatest hero in his universe and has been for decades. So a uh, relative thing there. Yeah. So like you said earlier, Alex Luther turns himself into Earth-3's first superhero. He's got the suit. He's got the big L in it. But he doesn't have a superhero name, doesn't want one. That's okay. He's not going to last long once we get to Crisis. But anyways, <laughs> uh, Earth-3 Lois is in love with him. So this is this is like where we saw on the show. We saw the flashbacks of Captain Luther is married to the Lois Lane on his Earth. And obviously that is something that he has to deal with. Yes. Uh it's always weird to see Lois interested in someone else, especially yeah. Lex Luthor, uh, just like it is seeing Clark interested in anyone else. feels weird, even in a universe where Kal-El is super evil. Yep. Uh, Lexi wants to destroy Earth-1 and Earth-2 and just rule Earth-3, but Lex doesn't want to. His sister is still on his Earth. I think that's one of the main things, but he also thinks that conquering a planet is and dominating it is better than destroying it, but Alexi is a little more gung-ho. Yeah, I think we had a Lena name drop mm-hmm. there. Uh, yeah, and Alexi, Alexi comes off unhinged. Yeah, uh, they really again exaggerate maybe the differences between the two. Or he's just bloodthirsty, like people were mean to me, so let's kill the entire Earth. Yeah. Whereas Alexis is like, well, I just kind of want a lot of power and to rule everything. Uh, it doesn't do me any good if everybody's dead. Uh, but Superman and Alex Luther fight with Ultraman. They show up at the the lair wherever they're at, and Ultraman is having a, a good old time handling the Superman because, like we said earlier, he's powered by kryptonite, so he is kind of weakening them both. Uh, but Alex Luther saves the day. He turns Ultraman intangible, which I think he means can't touch anything or interact with anything, but he uses his science powers to, to save the day. <laughs> Through the power of science. Right. Uh, yeah, the Ultra, Ultraman, they play him up as kind of a brute here, almost like he's uh, enjoying the kryptonite exposure he got earlier a little too much yeah. and that gives him a pretty easy time with a he's almost supercharged against the superman yeah and he they do mention i think something along the lines of he's it's not very smart he's not using his brain he's just using his his strength um the superman split up earth one superman goes to protect the earths because he's stronger while earth two takes care of lex and alexi and they they both get really good moments kind of saving saving the day separately and earth two superman gives an inspirational speech about stopping tyrants and how the luthers will never win as long as there's good people and earth one superman puts himself in the way of alexi's beam thinking that it's probably the end for him to save the two earths but uh everything is okay at the end but it's nice to see both of them have those those moments yeah the ending is pretty quick here like everything kind of wraps up the action at the end but that's not a big deal i think everything else is pretty cool around there both Superman gets some great moments. Uh, and then we see Earth-1 Superman being sad because he's not with Lois. Yeah. Yeah, overall, a, a really great story. I I really like the moments between the two different Supermen. And even though, like we said, they, they exaggerated the differences, it's nice seeing those and seeing an older Superman kind of talk about his history and his past and how it relates to this younger Superman. 
Yeah, absolutely. Love that. And then the we also quickly looked at the Crisis on Infinite Earths number one, the opening only, because this is where it returns. This is Alex Luther's second appearance, Earth 3 Lois Lane, second appearance after this, early in Crisis on Infinite Earths. And in short, uh, they... That Earth three is one of the first to be de- well, the first to be destroyed in Crisis mm-hmm. on Infinite Earths. Ultraman gets a cool moment, and he says, "Hell, he'll fight till the very end." He's there with Power Ring on uh, the Crime Syndicate, trying to stop. Even though uh, I thought it was a cool moment for Ultraman. Yeah, and we find out that Alex Luther and Lois Lane have got married and had a kid, Alexander Luther Jr., who gets set up, goes on to be a pretty important part of Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, he's there at the end with the Earth two Superman and Lois who go off into paradise together. So he's, he's very important. Yeah. (laughs) Until infinite crisis. Yep. Just for 20 years or so. So yeah, I I really had fun rereading this and, and looking back on it. Um, so I guess, what do you think is the, do you see anything that they're doing with the Captain Luther storyline that might be like what's going on in this comic? I mean, because we, we have seen, and one of those, it was one of the very early stingers. When was it the first episode or second episode where we see the, evil kal-el mowing down people in the trenches and that could very well be ultraman or some version of like that an evil kal-el on this planet that captain luther uh had to stop although we haven't seen enough of the flashbacks to see because he looks like he's just kind of a regular soldier in the trenches he's he doesn't have his suit or his any sort of powers or anything so but obviously he got a suit at some point so yeah i i think there are some parallels there and i think that they are definitely it wouldn't surprise me if they were drawing from this and his storyline, especially given the fact that we found out that he was with Lois Lane on his planet. And this, these Earth-3 characters have... Ultraman has returned in different ways in more recent years in newer continuities. This is kind of this first real look at that. Um, but yeah, he doesn't have a U on his chest. Yeah. The evil Superman. But maybe that's because they didn't want to give it away, or maybe they're just going a little bit different. You know, basically saying evil Kal-El is their point they're trying to get across. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if they if they follow that storyline, the the thing I really didn't want to see was the Clark Kent of his Earth being mad because his parents died or something like him turning evil because something bad happened to him. I would be okay with this evil Kal El who was never Clark Kent, who is who just was evil from the very beginning and is very different from Superman. I don't want to see a good Superman turn bad. I want I would want to see a bad Superman who's been bad the whole time. Yeah, I think that's my preference as well. And I think that's maybe the way they're going because the common trope now, the Injustice style, Lois dies, Superman turns bad, Tyrant, whatever. Here we see that this Lois was with Luther. So I don't know. Uh, so I'm guessing they never had a relationship more or anything like that. This one was never Clark Kent. I don't know. Uh, it's interesting. I don't. I still don't think I'm going to rewatch soon, but I don't think they've ever called him Lex. They've just called him Captain Luther or Luther yeah. or, or something like that. So maybe his name is Alex. Personality-wise, he's quite a bit different here from mm-hmm. Alex Luther because uh, Earth Three Alex Luther seeks out the different Superman and as opposed to trying to kill them preemptively. Uh, yeah. So that is a different. But you could see him maybe. I don't know. This Captain saw his Superman turn evil, so he decided to suit up and become the first superhero on that Earth. And maybe it was still destroyed in the crisis or whatever. And so he's trying to prevent that happening elsewhere. Yeah, and obviously this. If we are, if that story is something that happens like Earth 3, if he's from Earth 3 and Earth 3 gets destroyed, Alex Luther from the comics did not escape. He did not make it out. So somehow this guy made it out and made it to a different Earth. So I'm interested to see how that happened. And did he make it out and they didn't have a son? Or did he have a son that also made it out? I, 
we don't really know much about if there is an Alexander Luther Jr. or anything. Like right. That. We don't even know if his earth has been destroyed. Yeah, that's true. Or if it's just Ultraman, whatever is still in control there. Another possibility, Alexander Luther Jr. That's kind of what one of my first guesses is who the captain was after the first episode. Mm. Um, he, like you said, you mentioned his crisis history where he once goes to heaven, paradise, whatever it is. Um, he comes back in Infinite Crisis uh, and turns into more of a... It's been a while since I've read it, but it's more of a... He is disappointed with how the universe is. So uh comes back more as an antagonist. I don't know if they're going to go that way uh, anyway. Uh, it, it it almost would make some sense that The Flash, first episode, teased Crisis on Infinite Earths. So Superman Lois's first episode would tease Infinite Crisis. Maybe if they're, that's a sequel they want to do down the line. I don't know. But yeah, I think there's... I think they'll... Obviously, they're not straight up adapting this, but uh, maybe there are some similarities to this Luther. Mm-hmm. And there... I mean, there is definitely... There's a lot of messiness in this this story that is very it's expected in a comic book that they would probably tone down a bit for uh, adapting for a tv show for mass audience but there's there's definitely a good amount of elements that they could take from it oh yeah would you like to see more of a you know not putting aside captain luther would you like to see this story adapted somehow in superman and yeah i obviously not like one-to-one exact adapted but i i would like to see some points of view from this different earth i would like to see a lot more time on captain luther's earth and get the the backstory and if it's it's similar to the story i i would enjoy that um obviously he's on earth one now or he's on their earth and he is he's not there to just bring them back to help him so it's it's already a little bit different um but i i wouldn't mind seeing more of his earth i guess on tv tv earth prime right (laughs) this is getting uh, a lot of Earths <laughs> to keep track of, but I'm, I'm talking about like the Superman teaming up with Superman. Oh yeah, I would definitely like <laughs> to see that. <laughs> Is there one that you would like? Uh, I'm guessing you might say Tom Welling or something. Oh, I don't think yeah. we get him in the suit. We could maybe get Tom Welling be his Clark Luther Ultraman mm-hmm. uh, from Smallville, but I don't know that we're going to get him as a Superman in the suit ever. I'm never expecting that. Yeah, I mean, I would love obviously Tom Welling, and we have we've seen a little bit, not in the suit obviously, but seen them together. But Brandon Routh would. It would be great to see him too. He's he's already been in the suit again, and he could definitely play that bit of an older Superman. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's probably the likely. Um, be cool to see Terry Hatcher, Erica Durant, Lois in a story like this, meeting Betsy Tolix, Lois. Um, but I would be fine with Superman either the Superman going back to the the Superboy actors or anything like that. I think that would be really cool to see it between yeah. the two. And then obviously some some way to get John Cryer back as lex uh, yeah in this show anything yeah, they, they can do to do that <laughs> think of him meeting with michael rosenbaum uh you know teaming up with michael rosenbaum or john shea or sherman howard from superboy any of those past lexes cash that would be yeah that would be um do you think there's any chance this is bigger than setting up something outside of superman and lois like a, a crossover where maybe the crime syndicate comes along where there's evil versions of all the heroes or could you see that being the case down the line definitely i i think i've said this before that i think this might end up being like the the big show in the CW verse, and so if there are going to be crossovers in the future, they would kind of originate here and start here. And so I, I think this could definitely be the start of something big like that. But that being said, I for their first season, it would I'm not keeping my hopes up for it being a huge crossover. We already know that there's not going to be a big crossover this year just because of everything, but. I think they're going to want to wrap some of this story up in the first sure. season with Captain Luther and everything. So I, I don't know what the possibilities are of, of that, but 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, depending on how they wrap things up, uh, maybe Captain Luther could come back down the line as a hero, or, or maybe he turns full villain and things turn out. Uh, but maybe Evil Superman teams up with Ash, who else is in the Evil Flash, or whatever. You know, that being a crossover in season three or something like that. I could. See. They did Crisis on Earth X, which is a similar thing. Um, so maybe they want some that, but I could see that being the case where they bring in the crime scene down the line. It could be a cool crossover. All right, well that is all for Crisis on Three Earths. Um, we're getting closer to the show being back. We'll be back in a couple weeks to do a preview, any news that have happened, and what we're looking forward to the show coming back. I think we're going to look back on the first five episodes and see what story threads, where we think things are going to go, what kind of hints they've dropped, and anything like that, where they could go from here. So thanks for listening, and we'll be back now.